Aftershock. Shock. Four days, October 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2021, with Metallica. And the much anticipated return of My Chemical Romance. Aftershock, Discovery Park, Sacramento. Two different nights, two unique sets from Metallica. With My Chemical Romance, Rancid, Social Distortion, Rise Against, The Offspring, Mashika Kelly, Gojira, Seether, The Pretty Reckless, Full Beat, and a special Thursday night headline set from Limp Biscuit. Go to AfterShockFestival.com for more. Aftershock 2021, October 7th through 10th. Metallica, My Chemical Romance, Limp Bizkit, Social Distortion, Machine Kelly, and more. Don't miss Aftershock. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the one and only Rock and Wrestling Podcast. to the one and only Rock and Wrestling Podcast. I am your host with the most, Nick. Got another great guest today. Bassist extraordinaire. You might know him from Trickster, Rubik's Cube, Quarantine, Fozzie, PJ Farley, man. He's been around in the scene for a lot, a lot of years. So we get into what he's got going on, pandemic. Talk a lot about now his new gig with Fozzie. So it was a pleasure to have him on and uh, actually did it from a, a Zoom call where he was in St. Louis and getting ready to play with Eric Martin that particular night. So it was a, it was a really fun interview. Can't wait for everybody to hear. I uh, got some great feedback last week on the, the Brian Clark uh, interview and episode. was was tremendous. And make sure you follow on all social media to keep up to date with the podcast, including the old Twitter machine at Nick's R&W Podcast, Facebook, Nick's Rock and Wrestling Podcast, and Instagram, Rock and Wrestling Podcast. Uh, make sure you leave a five-star review on iTunes if you think I've earned it. As well, go to patreon.com slash rnwpodcast to support the show any extra way you can. As well, rockandwrestlingpodcast.com or prowrestlingtees.com slash rnwpodcast. Or with that in mind, let's jump into it right now with one Mr. P.J. Farley. Oh! 
Aftershock 2021, October 7th through the 10th, Discovery Park, Sacramento, with two nights of Metallica and the much-anticipated return of My Chemical Romance. Aftershock with Rancid, Limp Biscuit, Social Distortion, Rise Against, The Offspring, Machine Gun Kelly, Cedar, The Pretty Reckless, Full Beat, and more. Go to AftershockFestival.com for everything. Don't miss Aftershock. All right, it's a pleasure to welcome to the Rock and Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you probably know him from Trickster, but he's in, God, I don't know what, ten, I want to say 10,000 other bands. Uh, so, well, I just joined one this morning, too. <laughs> oh, but uh, now he's playing with Fozzie, so I want to get into that a little bit, too. But uh, bassist extraordinaire, PJ Farley, man, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so let's uh, let's start there because uh, you're playing with Fozzie and you guys just released the the Sane uh, single and man th- that video I want to get into that video because <laughs> how was riding the roller coaster over and over and over? Yeah, well the backstory to this is all of my life I've avoided roller coasters because it's just not me. I just don't dig them. Um, I was seven years old. I went on like a log, and it just ruined me I'm like oh shit i'm never doing this again uh i just avoided it i said i get my adrenaline elsewhere i'm not doing roller coasters and i've been at every amusement park over the or around the country and um never spent a minute i'm like i'll hold your bags i'll hold your you know everything <laughs> not going on and i get a call from fozzy's manager hey what are you doing uh may 11th i'm like uh, nothing how do you feel about roller coasters i fucking hate them why what's up Oh, you might want to sit down. I'm like, oh, shit. So tell me we're doing a video on a roller coaster. He goes, not only that, we're going to be the first band to ever do a video on a roller coaster. I'm like, God damn it. Not only do I have to go on a roller coaster for the first time in my life, but I'm shooting a video. And I've shot many videos in my lifetime. I know how that goes. It's like, start. Stop. Something went wrong. And when you're on a roller coaster, it's like, <laughs> something goes wrong. Like, we lost audio the first time. That whole ride was garbage. It was like, so ride it over and over and over. I mean, um, and at some point, everybody just started falling by the way, by the wayside. Like some, there was some vomit, not, not me. Um, there's some uh, yellow faces and definitely, I mean, as Chris said, we got to count uh, the uh, human element of this thing in here. So we just can't ride this thing all day. At some point we have to stop. You know, I was bruised, man. I was like holding in, and it's a wooden roller coaster. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, a great fucking idea, Rich Ward had. But, uh, man, that, that, uh, that that's funny you say that because I'm not a roller coaster guy either. I've been on a few in my lifetime, and I I have not necessarily enjoyed them. Like I'm like, put me in the middle. I don't want to be on one of the edges where I can look over and see, like, put me in the middle. And I went on one, and I had two buddies that thought it would be funny to be like, oh, dude, this one's completely safe. You know, they've only had two people die this week, so it was a slow week for them, so you'd be okay. And I'm like, hey, I think we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, I told my kids, I'm like, look, daddy's not going on a roller coaster, so I hope you don't expect that, <laughs> you know, but... Rock and roll got me on one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny, man. And the the single's awesome, man. I love love the single with Fozzie, man, and and I love it. I mean, I had Steve on a couple years ago, so I know you do. Obviously, you got Trickster stuff, but Rubik's Cube. I mean, how, how many bands or projects are you currently 
probably, and you would say, I, mean, I know we were joking, 10,000 at the beginning, but probably what's the rough estimate at the moment? <laughs> I think I literally have a handful. I have Fozzie, Eric, I'm out here right now in St. Louis with Eric Martin. I've been playing with for four and a half years. Um, Ra, um, Rubik's Cube, back home, and uh, my solo thing. So you know, I have really solo record last year, my second solo record last year. So I've been sneaking in some solo shows to uh, promote that as well. So good, solid five bands up and running, you know, at, at the moment. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of like how the music business is now compared to like when you started with Trickster. It was you had the one band and that's like the one band, that's it. Now it's like, well, to kind of make a living, you need to have multiple projects where you can kind of jump between back and forth between. Yeah, and you know, it's weird. It's like I, I miss that hyper focus and zone of just one band. This is it, live and die, everything breathing, one band. I mean, that was, there's something so uh, peaceful as, as it is stressful, but peaceful too, knowing that this is your band and this is what you, everything you do is for this band. That's great. I mean, and back in the day, that's, that's how it was. But on the flip side, I love playing with so many different people. Like, I, I don't know if I just constantly like to test myself or what, but I just love getting into new scenarios and, new, you know, playing different music and seeing, you know, okay, well, when will I shit the bed? You know, <laughs> and then what do I work on? You know, so I think that the plus side is, I do that often enough. I keep myself on my toes and I think it's just kind of like to better myself and really, I want to, uh, kind of find out for myself. All right. Where am I lacking? You know, I, you know, where do I need work? And, you know, I, I don't want to get bored and stagnant, you know, playing in the same band, you, you know, especially if you're in this, you know, a heritage band, you got to play the same 12 songs every night. It's like, okay. There's no shame in that, and it is great, and it's a blessing if you're getting paid to play those same 12 songs every night. Fucking A. God bless you. Um, and I, I kind of have one of those, but, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely keeps you alive playing with different people and different styles of music, and um, sometimes at the drop of a dime, and I, I love it. I live for that. That definitely keeps me in the game, I think. Yeah, it's funny you would say shit to bed because I play guitar and I played in local bands and I had I had a couple times where I was playing with two different bands and we played in the same bill, and it's funny that you'd say shit to bed because I was like started a song playing the riff they're like that's not our song I'm like you're right that's the fucking other band so let's start the game. Or what? Well, oh, you don't play? Oh, oh, that's right. We played in C in the other band. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You you would say that, and then I. You forgot one. I guess it's a band, but you guys have only done the singles and the videos. The the quarantine band, you know, the the '80s Kiss. That's right. I can't. I can't keep track. Forget. <laughs> I absolutely love it because that's my era of Kiss that I I grew up with. I got in. I got in. Destroyer was my first one, but then I, for some reason, gravitated towards the '80s Kiss. So I love the singles you guys have done. That is just awesome. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. It's uh, it it deserves a good shot in the arm, and you know, people to kind of myself included. I mean, when Chris called me to do it, because um, that's his era of Kiss too. That's when he discovered Kiss, and his favorite era of Kiss is the, you know, non makeup era. 
So, um, you know, it, it made me kind of go back because Kiss lost me a little bit along the way during Asylum, I think. I, plus, I was just getting really busy myself, get, starting to pick up with Trickster and stuff. And, um, you know, I think when it was kind of awkward to watch the Kiss videos, and see them in the outfits, I kind of, I didn't want to see them like that. So I, <laughs> I didn't really dig into the music as much as I would have. But although I was super familiar with all of it, but I hadn't really dug in in a while. So it kind of made me go back into that rabbit hole and just rediscovering all that stuff, which was just so cool. I mean, some of that shit is crazy. Oh, like like the particular, the, the songs that we play are crazy. Yeah, no, no, no. That's like, oh, I mean, borders. Love's a Deadly Weapon. Love's a Deadly Weapon is just, it's almost prog. Yeah, the no, no, no is, I mean, borders on a thrash metal, you know, the, the way the backbeat yeah. is and, and everything with that. You know, I'm curious because you guys haven't talked about it. Is it just kind of, you guys did, did it as a fun project? Or there's no plan to do like actually any shows or anything with it? Well, I think actually there there is um, interest in doing shows and we've talked about it. You know, obviously um, Kent is going out in a couple of weeks with Luke Bryan again and uh, I'm out here now, and I got Fozzie coming up. Chris is busy; where he's got Fozzie coming up. Um, but I think we—I think we might be doing the Jericho cruise. We might have might be kind of a special set on the uh, on the Jericho cruise. Might be our first show. Oh, breaking news! Maybe I have to go get one of those last cabins because I'd want to see that. That would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's serious talks of that. If everyone's available, um, that—that's the goal. So, you know, you're obviously you're on tour right now. You said Eric Martin and you're kind of getting back out there doing shows. You know, the last year has been just crazy for everybody. I mean, for somebody who's been in the music business for years, was it probably pretty crazy for you to be like, what the hell do I do now? I mean, I can't even I can't tour, especially in the last few years, because that's all you you know, you do. You're on the road constantly. What what, you like? crap? What do I do now? Well, you know what? Um, the first five months, I, when I really didn't do anything, I didn't go anywhere, and I was, you know, wash hands, wash hands, don't you know, don't go anywhere. Um, it was, it was actually a very welcome break. I, I didn't. If you had told me five months before this five month break for me, that, and I say five months because I did start touring again last August. I'll get to that, but. From March to August, I didn't do jack shit, um, except, you know, kind of be productive and creative in my house. But if you had told me five months prior, hey, you know what? You're not going to do anything for five months. I'd be like, you're fucking crazy because <laughs> I'll go crazy. There's no way that's happening. But I was just really so super busy, man, that I would have never taken that kind of break. And I was not crazy at all. I was loving it. And I really surprised myself. I was like, man, I'm not bored. I'm not antsy. I'm not nothing. I'm enjoying this time at home. And I get to spend the summer at home with my family. And, you know, it was like, this is great. This is like, wow. And then uh, then I joined Fozzie. And we went out in August for a little bit. And, and then me and Eric started doing our usual thing. We did. We're, right now we're doing just acoustic shows, which was kind of custom fit for quarantine and social distancing and tables and sitting it's you know it's an acoustic show so we're not expecting to cram people up in the front and you know get the party started it's like sit six feet apart you know sit you know casually and have your drink and you know enjoy the show sit back and relax it's not a you know a 
uh, stuff them in kind of show. So we were able to do that all the second half of last year, which was kind of cool. Um, so I was able to still kind of get back out there a little bit. Yeah, so you didn't have as long as break as some people that were said, oh, right. I'm not doing anything until... No, some people, are now, yeah, some people now are just going back, like, first show in 16 or 17 months. And I'm like, Oof. I mean, don't get me wrong. I joked, we did our first full band show with Eric. So Eric, myself, and Steve Brown and Joey Casada, we do the Mr. Big and Trickster stuff um, as a full band, too. And we did one of those, like, last week or two weeks ago. And I was like, wow, I'm really looking forward to standing up and playing. <laughs> so I haven't done a lot of that yet. So I look forward to that. Um, and especially when Fozzie gets back on the road, that, that's when that's when I'll start waking up going, oh, God, my back, my legs, my neck, you know. That's funny. You right would, now, I'm back. Yeah, you would say that because I don't think people realize that like, you can sit and play all day. And then once you actually have to stand up and play, you're like, oh, wait, this is a completely different angle. Oh, yeah. I played more last year sitting down at home like and i played every single day i mean more than i ever have um i just didn't stand up and do it <laughs> and especially when i played with eric i got when i went out on the road and i sat down you know i sit on a on a stool so it's like only on occasion would i have stood up and that was like last week was the first time in a long time it's yeah you mentioned you play with joey i've had joey on a couple times have you read his uh joey licious book of course, <laughs> it's a great book, man. <laughs> great shout out to yeah. Joey, man. He that's a it was as a wrestling nerd, crazy wrestling nerd. I was like, oh man, I love. It was an awesome book. Yeah, it was good story, and uh, you know, he he had a gun to my head. He forced me to read it, but I read I read it. <laughs> I said I was I still I was still recovering from reading Start with a Dream. <laughs> His first book took me a year and a half. Yeah, you're like, I'll, I'll read a page a day. I'll get to it. So playing with Fozzie, it, it, um, you know, you've obviously playing with Eric Martin, Ruby's Cube. You do a lot of, you know, I don't want to say, I don't want to categorize it, say 80s, but more of a, a classic or sounding. You know, now Fozzie's more of a, a modern. Are you are you excited to be out playing with them with a more modern sounding band, I guess I would want to say? Yeah, I am actually. I, and I do have that kind of um, balance going on because, uh, the other band that, that I'm in, uh, Ra, that I mentioned, is in the same category. It's an active rock band, and it's, you know, um, a current you know, hard rock band. If you're not familiar with it, check it out, R-A. Um, and it's, it's we're basically the same category of band. And uh, So I always, I've been in that band since 2002, 2003. So I've always like been doing trickster stuff and then going out and playing Ra. So I have best of both worlds. You know, I'll go do a festival with, you know, Rat, Warren, Winger, and all those bands and stuff. And then I'll go out and play with Seven Dust and whoever else. So it, it's great, but I love it. I love getting that perspective because I'm a hard rock guy by nature to begin with. But, um, yeah, it, it's very cool to have that perspective to be able to go out and do like an M3 and then also be able to go and do louder than life with Metallica, you know, very cool. Yeah, it is. I'm looking forward to it. I've seen Fozzie a bunch of times and since you're in Fozzie, I'll tell you the kind of my funny story. I've had, I had interviewed Rich and I went to the meet and greet when they were playing out here in Sacramento and got Rich pulled me up to sing breaking the law with them. And I sang it with Chris 
face to face and he asked if I was a musician and I go, yeah, I've played in bands and stuff. He's all good. You want to sing so I can have the night off? And I go, well, are you going to pay me? And he goes, all right, you can get the fuck off the stage now. Yeah, beat it. <laughs> I was like, well, they told me never to do a gig for free. <laughs> Always just trying to find the guy who's happy to be here. Yeah. I was like, damn it. I should have just said, yeah, I'll do it for free. <laughs> so I know you got you put Sane, uh, Sane out, and obviously before you joined the band, there was nowhere to run. Is there a plan? Do you have a rough idea of the new a new record, or is it just singles at a time with Fozzie currently? No, it, it's well, the record's done, and it's uh, it's actually been done for a while, and um, it's it's going to come out next year. I don't know when. I find out on the internet when when shit happens. <laughs> you find out on Blabbermouth like everybody else. Yeah, I saw the UK dates announced the other day. I'm like, oh, awesome. You're like, what? We're going to? I didn't even know. I heard about it, but and then I saw the, the poster come out. I'm like, oh, very cool. There are the dates. That's <laughs> that's funny. They they never notify. They never notify the bass player, right? Bass player, I'm just the bass player. I never get invited to the parties. Nobody wants to hang with me. <laughs> that's we are any band. I always we always gave the bass player crap, but it's funny. The bass players are. I think people don't understand how important a bass player really is. Man, you have to do. You have to, you know. Translate what the you know they, player's doing to the you, drummer and everything. You know when they realize how important we are? When we hit one fucking bad note. <laughs> That's when you go, what the, what the hell is that? What was that? <laughs> oh, the, oh, the, oh, that's a bass player. Oh, is that what that bad note was? Yeah, it was a fucking half step. One time, one note. And it shakes the foundation of a song. And all of a sudden, even girls turn around and go, what? That, that, that doesn't sound right. What was that? Oh, there's a bass player there. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you notice us. Yeah. That, that, so I, I try to make one mis- I try to make a mistake every night just so I get noticed. Just so you get noticed. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's our bass player, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. So that's my bass solo. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. They, you're not. You know. They don't give you the bass solo time like Michael Anthony got. You just. Hey, this is a song right. you can hit a wrong, wrong note in. Maybe if I had a, a a Crown Royal bass. Oh, there you go. Yeah, instead of the Jack Daniels, the Crown Royal bass. That's a pretty good fucking idea, actually. I gotta write that down. <laughs> Inspector to make me one of those. That would be that would be awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll only charge you half, you know, half because you came up with it on my Edit show. Edit this out. I don't want anybody stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> so as we as we wind down, where can everybody check out what you've got going? You know, from social media, websites, all your music. Where can it all be checked out? Um, when all else fails, pjfarley.net, but I'd say my Instagram is probably the best at pjfarley on Instagram, Facebook. My main one is obviously it's full, so I can't get any requests there. I do have a PJ Farley music page, um, that I, you know, shamefully, uh, ignore all the time, but, um, you can definitely follow me there and I'm active on it, but I just, I always forget to promote it. Um, I'm on Twitter, but I don't really tweet. And uh, so, yeah, find me on Instagram. That's the best. You're a smart man. Twitter, Twitter can be a little bit of a cesspool. So you're a smart man there. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> PJ, it was awesome having you on, man. I, uh, you're welcome back anytime. And then hopefully, good thank luck, you, man. Good luck with the shows, and hopefully, kicking ass. And like I said, you've been doing it for back for a while now. So you're not you're not rusty like some of the bands probably are. No, I'm ready. I'm greased wheel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Aftershock 2021, October 7th through the 10th, Discovery Park, Sacramento, with two nights of Metallica and the much anticipated return of My Chemical Romance. Aftershock with Rancid, Limp Biscuit, Social Distortion, Rise Against, The Offspring, Machine Gun Kelly, Cedar, The Pretty Reckless, Full Beat, and more. Go to aftershockfestival.com for everything. Don't miss Aftershock. Once again, I want to thank PJ Farley for joining me on the show. Fantastic guest. Can't wait to see him out there on the road with Fozzie. Make sure you keep up to date with everything he's got going on and his different projects. I'm sure you'll see him in a band live as live concerts and WWE and AEW all get back out on the road, man. Fantastic time. I think we're on the other side of this pandemic, so it's good, good, good news. And I'll be back next week with another edition of your one-stop shop for all things rock, all things wrestling. Until then, peace. I'm out.